Welcome to Around the Writer's Table, a podcast focusing on the crossroads of creativity, craft, and conscious living for writers of all ages and backgrounds. Your hosts are Gina, Melody, and Kim Boo, three close friends and women of a certain age who bring to the table their eclectic backgrounds and unique perspectives on the trials, tribulations, and the joys of writing. So pull up a chair and get comfortable here around the writer's table. Hey y'all, it's Kimbu, and we are welcoming you back to Around the Writer's Table. We're at episode 29, and we, yeah, I know, right? And we're continuing with the creativity quest. Uh, We're moving into a new phase on this one, inviting authentic existence. So Gina's going to be talking about that. Uh, But first, let me uh, tell you that we are missing one of our members, Melody. I know, right? Melody is actually in the middle of moving and she's got a lot on her plate. And so we offered to just do a a tandem one, just Gina and I doing this episode so that she got a little bit of the pressure off uh, because moving is always fun. Uh, So it's just Gina and I for this particular episode, and we'll try to hold it together without our other third musketeer to help us through the whole thing. But uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, as always, I'm Kim York. I am a romance novelist and former project manager. I help writers and solopreneurs and writers who are solopreneurs uh, find time, mojo, and motivation to write um, using my skills with productivity and coaching. That's me. And so the other host today is Gina. Hi, Kimbu. It's glad to be here. Thank you, listeners, for being here. I'm Gina Hogan-Edwards. Oh, I've done a lot of things. Editor, creativity coach, retreat leader. I'm a former woman speak circle leader. But everything that I have done has been in support of women in finding their voices and leaning into their creativity. And honestly, y'all, as we're recording this, it's early-ish October. There is a uh, story camp retreat coming up at the end of the month. It's going to be my first one. I'm so excited to attend, Gina. I really am. I'm so, you've talked about these with me for years. It's the first time I'm getting to go to one of your retreats. I am so excited. I just, I can't even. Like. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite things to do are these retreats and And uh, of course, during COVID, we weren't able to do them. And I was not sure when COVID was over, if we were going to go back to doing them. But yes, we have. We had one in May. It was fantastic. So we're doing another one uh, at the end of this month. And I can't wait. And you've got another one coming up in May after that, because you're doing these pretty regularly. So I don't know if there's going to be any spaces left, y'all listeners. Like you you can't sleep on this opportunity when it presents itself. So be sure to follow Gina on her website and on Substack and everywhere so that you'll be up to date when she's got spaces free for these awesome retreats. So, okay, enough about that. We're moving on. As I said at the intro, we're talking about the creativity quest, which is a a, kind of a paradigm, I would say, Gina, Mm -hmm. that you're Mm -hmm. developing and working on. 
about the different phases. It's not fully linear. There's if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that sometimes you repeat stages or phases. Um, you go through and then you have to repeat and then you progress. It's like two steps forward, one step back. Sometimes, sometimes you blow through them all and life is great, but we are still moving through it. So Gina, I'm going to hand it over to you to kind of explain a little bit more about the Creativity Quest for first-time listeners and get into this particular stage of it and inviting authentic existence. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, so I'll just recap very briefly some of the, we've we started out calling them stages and phases and, you know, this paradigm is something that's been under development ever since I really started analyzing myself in terms of creativity and what the experience of being a creative person is like, and then working with clients as an editor and a coach and seeing the journeys that they were going through. And so, uh, as you said, it's not linear. We repeat stages. So far, what we have talked about, and there are previous episodes on each one of these. So, uh, you know, we can't possibly go into every one of them in one, in one episode, but we've talked about carrying inner disquiet We've talked about releasing and then emulating and mirroring, assessing and acknowledging. And then the last episode was on taking ownership. And that brings us to inviting authentic existence. And so I'm calling these now guideposts rather than stages or phases. Yep. You mentioned and, that last time. So yep, my bad. So, guideposts. No, no, no. Right. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we're, we're kind of, like I said, this is all sort of uh, in, in refinement, I would say, as we talk about it. And um, it's been really helpful for me to hear, as we've talked about each one of these guideposts, how you and Melody have experienced them. Um, I am working on a book that my intern is helping me with that's going to be on each of these guideposts and on the creative quest as a whole. And so um, if you haven't noticed yet the stages that we've talked about, the guideposts that we've talked about, uh, we've been the first letter of each of these. Uh, actually, when we get done with all 10 stages, it's going to spell out the word creativity. So we've done C-R-E-A-T, and today we are on I which is inviting authentic existence. And what the heck does that mean, Gina? Yeah, Gina, <laughs> what does that mean? So something that I'd like you to know about this stage is it is one, the, the I hate to say the first five because we don't experience these linearly, but the ones that, that are we're discussing as the first five, C-R-E-A-T, were primarily internal, lots of inner work going mm. on with those. So when we move into this first I, inviting authentic existence, we're now starting to engage more outwardly in terms of our creative process. And there are aspects of this guidepost, which are going to show up in more depth in a, in a future guidepost. So think about the word inviting. You know, you're welcoming in. So mm. you may not yet be ready to fully embrace all of these things that I'm talking about, but you are beginning to invite them in. So you're beginning to have a better understanding and beginning to embrace your values and your belief systems and how those relate to your creative work. Mm. 
You're starting to recognize that you have autonomy in your work and you're beginning to feel more sovereign in it. There's still, you know, a little bit of um, unsureness. Is that a word? <laughs> you're still a little <laughs> uncertainty? unsure. Uncertainty, uncertainty yes. Uh, but there's a willingness. There's an openness to this sort of new way of being as a creative person. And it may feel, it may feel new in a, in a totally like a blank canvas way to those of you who are just beginning your creative journey, but it may feel like a new um, phase in your development as a creative person if you're revisiting this as someone who's been a creator for a long time. Mm -hmm. But you're beginning, you know, it kind of feels like a new place in a way, a place that you've never been before. So it's kind of a, a little bit of a new world. There might be some new rules. Uh, there might be a uh, craft that you've never experienced before in terms of your knowledge and your skills that you're putting to use. So it's a little bit of unfamiliar territory. This is a place where you're beginning to get reactions from others about your creative process, how you're showing up in the world, and about this new way of being that you're entering into. And that, keep that in mind, keep that in the back of your mind for when we talk about the next guidepost in our future episode, um, because that does feed into what happens when you experience that next guidepost. Um, in terms of sort of some of the inner work, there's a, there can be a little bit of celebration about where you are in this stage, as well as acceptance of consequences. And what I mean by that is there's still a lot of exploration going on. There's still a lot of experimentation in terms of the craft itself. Um, but there are also the possibility of those of you who are seeing you um, enter into this sort of newness, there may be a little bit of judgment around that. Um, and again, that kind of is going to take us into, into the next phase that we'll talk about in a future episode. But this is kind of this setting the stage. Mm. So tell me, mm. Kimbu. Oh, no. Any of that resonate with you? You know, as I was describing what this stage feels like, did it take you back to, you know, an experience that you had previously or the beginning of your creative journey? What kind of rang true for you? The word sovereign uh, stuck out with me mm -hmm. when you were talking and having sovereignty over your writing style and your voice. And I don't know if this is what you really meant by this, but what it, when I thought about that, it really made me think of the journey of finding my voice as an author mm -hmm. and being able to let go of trying to be something else, like embracing who what my voice really is as an author, as opposed to constantly striving to find that voice through um, emulating and mirroring, which we, which we talked about in an earlier episode. So we'll definitely have a link to that hit in our, in our notes, because I think it's an important one, but that's what came up for me was the idea of, of, of sovereignty over my voice as an mm -hmm. author and having I don't want to go so far as to say confidence, but having a certain groundedness yes. in that, in, in saying, yes, this is my voice, saying, no, this isn't my voice, but also being able to say, this 
could improve my voice if I stretched outside of my comfort zone a little bit. And this is something I want to try and work on as opposed to, I just need to try all the things and see what fits. Yes. You, you landed on it. Exactly. Precisely. That's exactly what I meant by sovereignty. And again, you know, there's still some uncertainty here. It's Mm -hmm. not like, you know, you've, you've arrived as a creative person. (laughs) It's, it's not that Do we ever, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, really, do we ever. Um, Because there's plenty of more guideposts for us to travel through. Mm -hmm. You mentioned letting go of, of trying to be someone else and what other people's expectations are of you. There's also at this stage, hopefully, if we're journeying through it um, in a positive way, a development of some resilience, because one thing that also comes up in this guidepost is the ability to let go of other people's judgment. Ooh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think all of us struggle with at every phase of our creative journey. But this is the this is the spot at which you sort of recognize that in order to move forward, that that's something that's going to have to be let go of is that concern over what other people think of your work. And this really, uh, I know this overlaps a little bit because this is about creative writing and not social media, but it does, it does kind of overlap in the sense of being aware of the fact that you're not going to make everybody happy. You know, I think that's Mm -hmm. one thing that a lot of newbie authors and certainly something I went through is if I just write something good enough, then everybody will love it. And that will never happen. Like it's just, it's not the way the human humanity works. It's not how we're wired. And it's just letting go of that and being able to say, okay, I want to make the readers who want to read this happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm not going to worry about the people who don't like it or wanted me to write something else or something like that. And that's, you know, something that I've really had to learn on social media. It's like, I'm not going to, sometimes I'm going to say things and talk about things that other people don't want me to talk about. Sometimes I'm going to write things and I'm going to write Um, especially with my genre, which is polyamorous romance, you know, there are some people who really hate that, like hate it. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I can't, I can't write for those people. That's not what my voice is. That's not the stories I want to tell. And that's where sovereignty steps in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And the autonomy around your work as well. So I want to talk about what happens when things don't go so well in this stage and things that can cause us to have to sort of step back and maybe repeat some of the guideposts and some of the learnings that we've already gone through once before, but we're going to have to revisit (laughs) them because we're not quite ready to move completely through this uh, guidepost yet. So we we talked about uh, other people's expectations. We talked about judgment from other people. So those are only two of the things that could go terribly wrong in this phase. So this is a, this is a a guidepost at which we hope to start developing some resilience so that we can let go of those things. And if we're unable to do that, there is the possibility that we may creatively, hopefully temporarily shut down. We may go back to the carrying inner disquiet phase where mm. we know we want to create, we have ideas, we have this impulse to put out into the world 
what it is that we want to create, but we shut down. We don't do it. Mm-hmm. So that's one one place that we can loop back to. Another place that we might go back to, and you actually alluded to this, Kimbu, in, in your elaboration of what this brought up for you, is that you might realize that you still have things to learn mm-hmm. or the the newness of this phase might just be a little bit too much and you go back to the emulating and mirroring. So if you got things to learn, you're going to reach back to those mentors and say, okay, you know, what, what else do I need? What else is there in the toolbox that I can bring out that can help me continue on this journey? And then the newness of, of this particular inviting authentic existence guidepost, where that comes in in terms of not navigating it well, is that um, the newness is overwhelming. Mm. The newness causes the judgment. People are like, why are you being different than you've always been before? You know, uh, What is this new yeah, aspect of you? Yeah. And so it can sometimes feel easier than to slip back into just emulating your mentors rather than being who you truly are, which Mm. is where the authentic existence part really comes in. And then finally, another guidepost that you might slip back into if things are not going well in inviting your authentic existence is the assessing and acknowledging stage. You know, perhaps uh, your evaluation of where you are and what it is that you want to do are not completely in, in, in alignment with either your values or your skill set. And you need mm-hmm. to go back and really take a close look at where are you in this journey and where is it that you want to go next? What is it that you need to do next? So those are some of the things that can happen when this guidepost is not necessarily going so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last one really resonated with me because, you know, sometimes when and it's happened multiple times where I've gotten that feeling of misalignment of what I'm trying to do versus what I think other people, you know, what other people tell me I should do. And that's, that sends me back to that assessing level of, well, what am I really here for? You know? Mm -hmm. And, and so that can sometimes affect my growth as an author because that, misalignment makes me unhappy and then you yes. know I'm back to carrying inner disquiet and uh, yeah. yeah yeah I think it's also important for us to uh to note that at any given time we're not the same person that we used to be mm, and so true. even when we have expectations for ourselves if we don't take a step back and assess where we are and reevaluate Am I still going in the direction that I intended or does that direction need to change because now I have a whole new skill set or because I just have different priorities than I used to in my life for Mm -hmm. all kinds of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And that's related to something that we talked about a little bit in, in a previous episode was we can exist in more than one guidepost at a time. Mm -hmm. And early on in our discussions about the creativity quest, it was hard to get that concept across until we had a little bit of history of what each of the guideposts are about so that you can get this picture of 
okay, assessing and acknowledging, that's actually something that I need to dip into periodically. Mm -hmm. And so I may be in a, a truly like robust productivity stage later on in my journey And yet I'm still going to assess and acknowledge where is it that I am and am I going in the place that I want to go? Am I focusing on the things that I want to focus on? And so being able to have our, not just our feet in two places, but every part of us in different places, you know, an arm here and a leg there and an ear there, um, we can do that. Uh, It's possible. And that's why this is not linear. That's why it's so hard to talk about sometimes and to help uh, creatives get an image of what this journey looks like. I, when you're talking, I'm like, I'm really missing Melody right now because, yes. uh, because that's what she says a lot about, you know, the seasons of writing with her soul of the seasons and her, you know, um, uh, plant spirit medicine of the five, five seasons that we move through. It's like, not only do you move through the five seasons, physically in reality but you also exist in all five seasons in different ways and in different parts of your life and that's one of the things I really liked about the creativity quest when we first started talking about it because so many of the creativity guides out there and I'm not trying to slam anybody but uh, I know a lot of them try to make it very linear Mm -hmm. and I think that's a comfort zone for a lot of us because we feel like well if we just you know it's like if we graduate from grade two then we get to go to grade three and then we get to go to grade and then eventually we graduate yeah but something like this is just cyclical and and multimodal in the sense of being in different guideposts experiencing and going through different guideposts at the same time and mm-hmm. so I, I was just really reflecting on that because it's it does resonate so well with the seasons and how we experience those and why I think the creativity quest is such a great paradigm. And since you started talking about it, I was just like, yeah, we need this in the community because I think people get really wrapped up in that hierarchical, you know, moving through the stages. And then eventually we get to be great and, and it's all over and we graduate and we get the certificate. And we're real writers. I think there's just a natural inclination for us to want a how-to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Here it is. You do one, then you do two, then you do three, then you do four, and this is where it will lead you. (laughs) And it would be fabulous if it were that simple and that clear cut, but that is not what the creative process is. And quite Mm. frankly, that's one of the things that I love about it because there's always the opportunity for continual growth. You know, Mm -hmm. we are always in, um, I I guess I shouldn't say we are always, I am always in the learning mode when it comes to my creativity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm going to throw the question back at you on when, when you were talking about this and your own personal growth as a writer, um, what are your experiences with this particular guidepost, good or bad? Honestly, it's interesting the timing of us recording this particular podcast and where I am in my creative journey. Oh, I've been at tell. this. I've been at this guidepost before. <laughs> um, what happens though when we are going through? You know, you mentioned cyclical. So I've been through this before, but when I come back to it, yes, I'm a different person, and. Yes, hopefully. And this is what is happening for me. I have got increased skills. I have got a greater awareness of the things that are important to me, 
not only in my creative work, but in my life and how I bring those other aspects of my life to my creative work. And so I feel like I'm, you know, I'm riding the slinky, but I'm riding it upward. <laughs> Oof, that just sounds hard. <laughs> <laughs> what we hope doesn't happen is, you know, the when you're standing on the stairs and you take the slinky and you collapse it and you drop it down the steps and it goes over and over, end yeah. over, end over, end down the step. That's not exactly the way we want to experience the creative journey. We hope that it's not that hectic. Um, Thumping so, down the stairwell. Do we crash at the bottom? Like, I mean, I've, I've felt that way sometimes in my creative journey. Admittedly, so have I. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's a hard land at the bottom of those steps. Oof. Yeah. But hopefully we, you know, gather ourselves back up. And so what I meant by, you know, riding upward on the spiral of the slinky and maybe the slinky wasn't the best analogy, but um, I do feel like I've arrived at this stage at a better version of myself. Let's say mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause you've got dancing at the orange peel, which you you've started serializing on Ream. And you've got an annotated version on Ream as well, which is yes. super awesome if people mm -hmm. want to, you know, check that out. I highly recommend it. But it does it does seem to me that you're having to revisit this has been a long project for you. Very and you, long. You, yeah. And you've had to revisit a lot of the early work that you've done. And now you're talking about how at this point of inviting authentic existence into that particular story. Like, how has that changed? Well, I was reading chapter four yesterday and I was like, that's not bad. Okay, that's not bad. <laughs> now, the original version of this was written probably, I don't know, 18 years ago. Holy that chapter. Moly. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's been through multiple revisions because, you know, as writers, we tend to revise and revise and revise the beginning of something a whole lot more than we do the rest of the book. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been through quite a few revisions, but there are things that I can see in it now that I would have just never been able to see in a previous stage. And that's, you know, that's craft and skill accumulation, of course, but also just feeling more, mm, the right word, grounded and confident you mentioned mm. confident earlier. Yeah. There's a new level of confidence for me, even though this is this is a revisitation of where I've been before. I'm still not ready to like fully, completely embrace all aspects of what I'm doing, but I'm certainly <laughs> there's this opening, you know, there's Aww. this entryway into going, yeah, I did that and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Well, as you should be, because I think it's an amazing story. I'm loving it a lot. Thank so, you. Yeah, Thank you. that's very I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's one thing I can say, which is also a new level of understanding about myself is knowing what lights me up creatively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, stepping out of your zone and people being critical of that. It's actually a fear of mine because um, as I move in uh, and I've got um, a couple of stories ongoing with my subscription on Ream and but my back catalog is always a, is a very specific type of romance story right and I've kind of drifted away from that I still love that 
particular genre, but mm-hmm. that's not my brand anymore. So I admit I'm a little mm. I'm a little worried about how people who've known me and my writing in the past will think of this new direction that I'm taking with my writing. It's it's a little worrying to me. So I admit I'm still I'm I'm still affected by the idea of how people are going to judge that and not just new readers, but readers who've been with me for a while and are seeing how I'm doing things differently now. So that's a little bit of a So concern. you definitely got a foot in this guidepost. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. That's why when you were talking about it, I was like, oh yeah, this like this hits about four or five things I'm dealing with right now. Um, and I feel confident. So it's kind of like what you were talking about with Dancing at the Orange Peel, the chapter you were reading about. Like you could see why you made the decisions you did and you still feel confident about that writing, but you're looking at it through new eyes. Mm-hmm. And so for me, looking at the arc of the stories that I want to write and you know, I, there's a certain level of confidence there. Like, I'm not going to back off just because I know some people aren't going to like what I'm writing now. Uh, but it does it does open up the door to a little bit to that insecurity. It's like, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. We got this, girl. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. We do. We do. Yeah. One of the things that can help us with that are some of the things that we'll talk about in our next episode that mm-hmm. Melody's going to inform us about. Well, why don't you just talk about that a little bit? What, what, what is she going to be talking about? I'm sure she's going to be real excited to listen to this episode and find out what she's going to be talking yes. about. <laughs> so when we first decided that we were going to talk about the creativity quest, we sat down with Melody and kind of compared, okay, this guidepost sort of relates to this season in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what we've been doing is an episode on the guidepost and then follow that up with an episode where Melody fills us in on how that guidepost relates to the five seasons of the writing process. And according to my notes from her, she says that it is spring, but that there are also aspects of all seasons within this guidepost. Oh, interesting. And we're just going to have to let her elaborate on that next time. <laughs> what did you mean? Yeah, we, we miss you, Melody. We're looking forward yes. to having you come back and explain all that to us for sure. So uh, I think also you said you're going to be having a worksheet because you've been doing a worksheet for every stage of the creativity quest. So there's going to yes. be one for this one as well, right? Sure okay. will. Okay. So that'll be available at our website for listeners to download. Our website as as Gina always reminds me, I should actually say what the website is. So that's www.aroundtheridertstable.com. That's all one word. We have pages, links for every episode where you can download the worksheets. We also get around doing transcripts for every episode there. So you can access that. And of course, this episode will be available on all major podcasting apps. I think that's pretty much it. Um, do you yeah. have anything to add? Like, Just, um, you know, if, you, if you're if you listening in, which obviously you are, uh, if, you'll leave <laughs> us, if you'll leave us a review or oh, yeah, you know, click Please. the heart button or whatever it is that your platform that you listen on allows you to do, then that's a tremendous help. Uh, you know, share our link with folks. Uh, we, we love having, it, having uh, these conversations so that we can support you on whatever your version of the creative journey is. And it is a journey. And we appreciate you listeners going on the journey with us. We will be back again with our third musketeer in tow. And uh, we look forward to moving further along the journey with you. So thank you very much for joining us, y'all. And we will talk to you soon.
Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us around the writer's table. Please feel free to suggest a topic or a guest by emailing info at aroundtheridertstable.com. Music provided with gracious permission by Langtree. A link to their music is on our homepage at aroundtheridertstable.com. Everyone here around the writer's table wishes you joy in your writing and everyday grace in your living. Take care until next time.